Ladies, lingerie blouses. It's never like guns and ammo. Uh, but shit will be. Fruit and veg. Right. <laughs> Wait a second. Nope. You said. Exotic animals. <laughs> you used to be able to buy lions at Harrods Department Store. Did you know that? Really? Are you serious? Yeah. You used to buy what? Lions. No. Real you could, life. An- you could walk into Harrods and buy exotic animals. That's Real bullshit. life actual, You could buy actual lion cubs. What was this, like the 1920s mm-hmm. where everybody was frivolous and free? No, this was like the 60s. Where everybody was frivolous and free, but Clearly, in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Right. Everybody was high as shit and everybody buying was a high lion as shit was a good idea. And everybody had a mane of their own. <laughs> Can you imagine if all four of us had a lion? A lion? Right. Like I a would share each. one? No, each of us had I, would, I'm, I was going to say sharing Nixon's bad enough. I'm pretty soon that, I'm pretty, pretty soon, I'm pretty sure that I would be mauled by now. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, like there's a, there's an Instagram account called I am Puma. This this couple in Russia has a puma. Oh yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like their puma is amazing, or the couple is the puma. The puma, he's like, awesome. Like, does it lift weights? No, he's just a, like a giant house cat. Oh, he hangs out in their house. Yeah, he lives. He lives in their house. He's how a, does he he's like? A house pet. How does he like sit in the window? Oh no 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 no! In Mother Russia, right. the window sits in you. <laughs> I know, but like a house cat. Like he sits sit on the back of the couch. He lays on the back of the couch, which is by the window. Wow. But he like lays on the back of the couch, like like he's a he's just a giant. He's he like three feet long. Yeah, he's, he's an enormous. Does he like lay between them when they sleep? He, I don't think he sleeps with them. Does he wake he's them got, up by batting them got, in the face? Yeah, he's got like a, he's about the size of a Great Dane. So like all like the large dog beds and stuff like that, he can he can sit in, he can lay in those. Interesting. Do they shoo him out of the room when when they want to get intimate? I don't. I. He's a puma, all right? He goes you don't shoe he, a puma. He goes where he wants. That's right. So if they want to get intimate there, and he, he wants, wants to, to watch. sit there and watch you, you're just uh, going to have to deal with that. The old jungle three-way. That's right. Jungle boogie. So what happens when jungle he bats stuff boogie. off the table? <laughs> yeah, when he knocks glasses across the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, well, off, not off the table. Gotta buy a new laptop this week. Yep. Just like last week. Jimmy the puma knocked it off. I don't know. what is it. What's his name? I don't know. It's it's got to be it's a Russian just, name. It's like well, Vladimir or something. All the all the all the captions and everything are in Russian. So I haven't spent the time to actually translate them, so I don't know what his name is. It's well, just, get I'm to pu- step in, just, brother. I'm sure it's just Puma. I mean, they just call him Puma. I do, they, they speak in Russian. They write in Russian. I just I just like to look at the. It's it, it basically just like to look at cat videos. Okay. Don't judge me. You're a weird man. I am. That's like, you name a Puma Puma, that's like naming my cat Cat. I mean, it happens. People have done it. I I would would do that. I know people have named their dog Dog. I would do that. That's so lazy. I mean, they named it Pete. I know a guy. But they didn't call me Boy. (laughs) Sometimes, I guarantee you. Or I was born and they called me. Wait, wait, wait. There's a reason they named you Peter. Uh Well, it's because it's It's a boy. It's my main point. But still. I guarantee you that your dad called you boy at least once or twice. Boy, I say boy. Boy, boy get boy. over here and clean yeah, up this mess. Because, of course, everybody knows that Pete's dad is Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My dad has never called me boy. He, he called me dude a lot, though. He had to call you boy at least at least once. It has to happen. He may have even called me lad once. <laughs> My lad. Called you lad boy? Is no, just su- lad. There's your, no lad boy. Is that your superhero Why would you double name? up boy Lad Boy is the same thing. That's got the same boy. I bet boy. you there's a superhero called Lad Boy. Well, we're going to get to superheroes in a second. We're going to do oh, five more. Talk to us about the superheroes. Go ahead. You ready? Yeah, we You ready going, to do man. some. Well, well Are we welcome. Oh, should, should we intro first? Yeah. yeah. So welcome, welcome to the I assume, he's podcast. Been re- I assume he's been recording since I got I assume he, he recorded our Puma talk. Oh, I did. 
Yeah. Welcome to episode 48. Oh, two. 48. Two did we turn 50, folks. Episode 48 Ooh. of the Vlix podcast. I'm your host today, Jabo, joined with Pete. Hey. Danon. That's me. And Ken. Hello. That's Ken, definitely. Yeah, you can tell. That was my little homage to uh, Timothy Curry. Oh, you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so superheroes, huh? More superheroes? Yeah, so last so last episode, we talked about... Uh, I, I found five weird-ass superheroes, and these guys have never heard of them. Um, and then I, I told these gentlemen the name of the superhero, and they had to tell me their powers and their backstory. And we did we did six, I believe, the first show. We're going to do the final five today. Mm-hmm. So we will have Danon, Ken, and Mr. Jonathan um, tell us the superpowers of these strange superheroes that are real. Well, not real, as in <laughs> as in they live in Earth. They're they're in comic books um, through the multiple comic book companies. Usually, they, old weren't, ones. they weren't made up out of Pete's. They weren't. I didn't pull them out of my ass. They don't stink. <laughs> I don't know. So here we go. You guys ready? Let's do it. You ready for this? Just a word of advice for everybody listening, though. However, do not Google Lad Boy. You, did you Google Lad Boy? I Googled Lad Boy. Is Uh-oh. it bad? You've spo- it's, you know people are going to do that now. Well, yeah. Well. You, it's dirty, isn't it? Oh, yeah. See, you made a mistake. Because there's no, there's no such thing as Lad Boy. I told you there wasn't. But there should be, though. No, why would there be? Anyways, that's like saying Boy Squared. That's a band name. Boy Squared? Yeah, Boy Squared. Is I'm it, not surprised. Is it two boys? I mean, we have boys to men. Why can't we have boys squared? But is there a band name? That's, uh, is there a real band called Boys Squared? I don't know. Well, you just said there was. I said there should be. All right. Anyways, while you're looking up Boys Squared, which you're going to get something even worse than Lad Boy. They're squared mm. boys. Okay. Not... Squared peg? Squared peg? Round hole? Yeah. It's going to be bad. All right. He's confused. Continue. Okay. Here we go. So the first, the first superhero is, you guys ready for this, Ken? The Almighty Dollar. The Almighty Dollar. The Almighty Dollar. So is it like the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, where he just like has money, but he's not like Batman. He doesn't like fight crime or anything. It's like if Donald Trump was a a, a superhero who was just a douchebag all the time and had a bunch of money and didn't do anything. Is that what the Almighty Dollar is? I think so. What's his superpower then? Being rich. <laughs> Being rich? That's kind of a superpower, isn't it? Well, you can get a lot done. You can move mountains if you wanted and had time. Uh, but yeah, the almighty dollar. I got a good one for this guy. Oh, yeah? Okay. Let's, you let's, can hear, go next. let's hear it. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Jonathan. What's, what's, who is the almighty dollar? So the almighty dollar is a cousin to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. From the DuckTales universe. You're going crazy already? Who was in Scrooge McDuck's money bin... When a vat on a helicopter of the ooze dumped onto the money bin and you're, gave him his secret power. You're all over genres. And what his secret power, his superpower is the fact <laughs> is that he can buy anything for a dollar and he always has a dollar in his pocket. That's a nice superpower, dude. Oh, see, I was going to thought he was like a giant gold golem or something. He's oh, in Scrooge he, McDuck's money bin. He, he looks like a gold coin. <laughs> he he looks like a gold coin, but he has a dollar in his pocket. Yeah, he's perfectly yeah. round and flat. He doesn't have to spend himself. No. Okay. Ken, who is the almighty dollar? The almighty dollar is... Donald Trump? That's what Dan said. The almighty dollar is a cousin of Uncle Sam. 
Okay. He okay. embodies American values. <laughs> the almighty dollar. That nobody can afford. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I see it. Uh, his secret power is he's he's an excellent fighter. He, he, he fights crime, but only if it's financially lucrative for him. <laughs> only if it makes sense fiscally. Only, only if it makes fiscal sense for him. Right. Oh, okay, oh, so wow. he's part of the 1%. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he'll help the world, but right. only if it benefits him. Right, and his sidekick is a beleaguered accountant who's, like... <laughs> a beleaguered accountant. Constantly, like, trying to figure out how to justify all of this as, as, as tax-deductible expenses. Right. All of his crime-fighting all of his crime-fighting expenses. And I, I feel like that's a, that should be a show, and it would be absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah, every time he breaks a wall, the guy just sighs, and he's, like, writing on the thing, because he's got to, like, repair the wall, but he's also getting, like, government funding for this. And then, like, personal Well, yeah, because of corporate subsidies. Right. Because, obviously, the almighty dollar has set himself up as a corporation. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a non-profit LLC, but he's the CEO. <laughs> he's a non-profit? <laughs> yeah. No, the almighty dollar is the pastor organization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. The almighty dollar. His name is J. Pennington Pennypecker. <laughs> Pennypecker, huh? <laughs> And his power is he shoots pennies from his hand. So this is like Spaghetti Man. Wait, yeah, wait, it's like Spaghetti wait. Man. That's, that's his power. The almighty hundredth of a dollar? <laughs> that's right. I mean, I guess he can come up with a dollar pretty quickly in pennies, but... He yeah. shoots pennies from his fingertips. Does he have to reload his pennies? I don't know how it works. It would be better for those dollar coins. It would hurt more. It would hurt more. And it would make more sense with his name. But his real name is Jay Pennington Pennypacker. Well, so if you're wondering who the guy is that shoots pennies out of his hand, it's obviously just, Jay Pennington Pennypacker. I just assume that he sent, he shoots pennies out of his pecker. Well, that's the uh, internet version. Right. Well, it makes more sense. All right. Hence the name. Mm -hmm. The next one. Throg. Throg. T-H-R-O-G. Is this... Throg. Is this... Is this okay, I, I, I'm, I'm envisioning... A frog version of Thor. <gasps> Thor frog. Thor frog. frog. Yep. Yeah. Thor frog? With the helmet and the wings, the whole thing. Oh, and Spider Pig and Thor frog. You guys did animal know there, there was a time where Thor was changed into a frog. Really? Yeah, yeah it actually did happen. Frog. Um, and he he's still able to wield Molnir, which is full-sized. Full-sized? Full-sized. Full-sized Mew Mew. And the Warriors 3 consists of a badger. <laughs> yes. This is like Toad of Toad Hall. Okay, okay. Like Wind in the Willows, but the Warriors 3. The Warriors 3 is a side, badger. Are his sidekicks, yes. A toad. <laughs> and uh, Groundhog. A groundhog, yeah. That works. Mm. Um, and he fights injustice across the Nine Realms. All right. Which are okay. basically nine adjoining swamps. <laughs> of course they are. In, a, in, in the marshlands of, of, of eastern uh, England. Oh, I thought it was going to be like the rain overflows in nine different Walmarts. I thought you were going to say the rain's out in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally the right answer. It's... All right, Dana, you're up. Okay. Totally oh. the right answer. <laughs> I was wondering who caught that. It's sad. I didn't really throw it very hard because I was kind of hoping nobody did. No, I was in love with softball today. Pete, come on. <laughs> I have. I did, all right, I did David. not go. Uh, I did not go amphibian for Throg. Okay, I was thinking was Throg. Uh, more of a, a <clears throat> space alien meets Windigo kind of 
Chewbacca furry thing. Okay, like a large um, fur- furry beast from from space. Yeah, and he uh, is not very intelligent, but has a lot of high science from being from outer space. But he's actually pretty dumb for one of those. Um, okay, so he's a dumb throg, but right. he has like a power suit or something. No, he's just they like they're just a powerful kind of race compared to humans. So he's he's like almost like a superhero here, just being like a normal schlub uh, with a drinking problem. Okay, he has a drinking problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's they don't, ca- He's carrying around a tanker with an X. They don't it? have yeah whiskey on his planet, and it turns out he's an alcoholic. Ouch. Super addictive. Jonathan, who's throg? I would have went with what Ken said, but I want to come up with something different. Oh, do we need to skip you and move on? No, I think Throg. Throg is a guy who's made out of rocks. That sounds that like sounds, a thing knockoff. Yeah, yeah. that sounds pretty Throgish. He, he's not from Earth. He's from another planet. He um, he 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 does like to drink beer though, um, but it has to be very foamy beer. Hmm. Like, he's like constantly shaking up his beer and yeah it. like he wants he, all the head he actually just carries a keg on his back with the dispenser oh and, he, he goes hardcore yeah next he's gonna wear a helmet with the... right so when he, when he needs to power up he like pushes a whole bunch of the beer into his mouth and is he fueled he by beer foamy and stuff and he like he's like really hot inside so he turns it all to like super steam so he just like starts, 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 starts to like grunt and goes ah and the steam comes out of it the rock pours Oh, so he can he can steam somebody. Yeah. So he can beat him to death with a rock, his rock fist, and then steam him smooth. Wait, does his is his day job? He works in a Chinese laundry. No, he's just a tri cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Of course he is. He can beat all the stains out. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. The winner is actually Ken because it is Thor Frog. See, I knew the answer. That wasn't fair. So Thor Frog. All right. Well, see if you know the answer to this. Beppo the Super Monkey. What is his origin? And Bep- what are his powers? Beppo the Super Monkey? Beppo the Super Monkey. He was the monkey who was uh, first shot up from the Russians. Okay. And his, I like where you're going with this. Um, his superpower is that he can shit out Sputniks. <laughs> he shits Sputniks at you? Yeah. That's painful. Have you seen that pointy-ass thing? Yeah, then he flings it at you. Like his poop. Yeah. He, he poops <laughs> it out and just takes it by the antenna. Because the antenna is what comes out first. And he just grabs the antenna and... <laughs> Like, rips it right out. Oh, no, my God. No. Uh, that's... Uh, he's Beppo the no, Super Monkey. No, no, that's impossible. Maybe a super anal he- healing. It's... <laughs> super yeah. anal it's... healing. Right. Yeah, you went a, there. It's a Deadpool level healing factor, but only in his anus. That's right. Like, you can't destroy his anus, but the rest of him's up for grabs. <sighs> that is terrible. It's We're, we're bad ter- people. We are. Okay, who's next? Beppo we're not really bad monkey. people. Nah. Ken, Beppo the Super Monkey. Beppo the Super Monkey. <coughs> Started his life as a mime. Okay, mime monkey. In the world of Lancelot Link's secret chimp. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought you were going to go for a rhyme there, but I'm disappointed. No. No, no. And he was... He was, he was teased for being a mime. And, uh, and he couldn't, he couldn't um, say anything back to him. Uh, 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 <laughs> a, a scientist, scientist chimp, uh, similar to Dr. Zayas, uh, of, uh, of Planet of the Apes, okay, took pity on this. him I see and, and conducted some experiments to make him stronger. 
and things got out of hand, and he became right. a super monkey. Everybody knows pity comes in the form of experimental science. Of Obviously, I mean you've seen Rob, you've seen the the the, uh, the classic Rob Schneider, the animal. I mean we all know what happens. That was a great movie. Um, I wouldn't say great. It was Anyways. funny. And then so now he he goes around fighting crime with his super chimp strength. So he fights monkey crime. No, he fights all crime. Oh, all crime, not all just crime. monkey and monkey no. crime. No, 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 all the crime that happens in the animal world. Oh, okay. Yeah, he will. He he will. He will avenge um, wildebeest crime and hippopotami crime. What about and, crocodile and, crime? Even crocodile crime, and and you know the classic feud between the crocodiles and the alligators. I mean, he he'll he'll get in, he'll get mixed up in that if he has to. Was he the person who stopped the chimpanzee war that we talked about last time in Gambia? No. No, that's, no, that's the not. thing that haunts him. He was the, that's the one thing that he haunts was too him. Late. He was the baby that survived. Oh, right. That's how that happened. And he lost his voice because he was so afraid. That's why he became a mime. Does he? Does his superpower? Then he takes the radio and turns it so he can talk like Bumblebee. Yes, he he uses yeah, his yeah. He tunes it to his. Vocal no, when he cords. was when he got the superpower, <laughs> the, he was able to regenerate his. Oh, vocal it, cords. Fixed, it, it fixed it. Fixed him. So he can he regenerate his vocal cords his and his anus. <laughs> But it, but his vocal cords now work independently of his mouth. He just he he just like voice comes. He's like a ventriloquist now. His, he doesn't move his mouth, but but you can hear his voice. He's got some crazy powers. He's just madness. All right, Dayton, you're okay. up. Now, I don't know if you could top that, but here comes Beppo the super monkey. And now this is a superhero though. Yes. Not, not a villain. Not a villain. Okay, because I was gonna go. Well, we might do villains next time. Okay, because I was thinking more along the hey, lines of the all angry the villains monkey. are somebody's hero. That's right. It's all subjective. Mm, so he was uh, the the organ grinder. Organ grinder monkey, right? And uh, the organ grinder was brutally murdered. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so he actually doesn't even have superpowers. He's just a monkey on a mission. <laughs> he's just pissed. He's like Bat Monkey, but you know he's poor, so he just sneaks into places. So he's solves he li- crime. Is he like Bat Boy? Always looking for the one who killed his organ grinder. Does he ever find him? Depends on how long we go. Season seven, probably. Season seven. Yep. All right. Is it going to be season eight, and it's going to be like half a season and a real letdown? Yeah, because we're really not going to know where to go from there. We've kind of spent the whole thing. Well, season eight will be the season where you realize that the whole past seven seasons was just a dream. Oh, you Rosembarred it. All right, Beppo the super monkey hitched a ride on Kent's Clark Kent's rocket as he fled Krypton, and he has the same powers of Superman. But he got scared by fireworks on fourth and then first fourth of July he disappeared never to return. It seems like they would have noticed when they opened the capsule in the first place that there was a <laughs> monkey also in And the... apparently Krypton has monkeys. Right. What's well, to say no. they don't have monkeys? They might, but you never hear about that. Right. It seems they weird could. that it would take sixty five years of <clears throat> Superman to figure out that there was a monkey. And or... the monkey Flew with him on the ship, so it grabbed the outside of the ship. Oh, it grabbed the outside, outside of the ship. Outside of the ship. Oh, so it survives through space. Yes, and, and re-entry. Millions of light years. Correct. Well, I guess Superman could have done that the same because he just breathes in space, or he doesn't need oxygen, or no. did they give up on breathing? So I don't know. I have no idea. I think they just gave up on breathing. Well, they gave up on creative story origin telling. Right. <laughs> they did. Why? Okay, Bapo the Super Monkey. Bapo the Super Monkey. All right, we have two more. So there's Crypto the Super Dog. There's Crypto, Crypto the Super Dog, Bapo. and then at one time there was Bapo the Super Monkey. No cats? Nah, they don't like cats. <laughs> it's just 
There used to be cats on Krypton. Kill them all. All right. Here's one for you. Matter Eater Lad. Matter. Like M-A-T-T-E-R? M-A-T-T-E-R. Is that similar to Fallout Boy? <laughs> Matter Eater Lad. Okay. Who wants to take Matter Eater Lad? Matter Eater Lad? Yes. <coughs> M-A-T-T-E-R. Okay, I get Matter Eater Lad. He was the boy who would always finish everybody's leftovers. Like, if you left it unattended for too long, he would eat your food. He was Mikey. He was Mikey, yes. He liked he would, everything. He liked all the things, and he was just going, and one day they were at a picnic, and, of course, there was, like, toxic waste left out, and he just cleaned all that, too. He just, just ate, cleaned ate everything. Everybody's picnic that day, and the toxic eater. waste, and now he can't stop, and will, at some point, become a neutron star collapse into a black hole. I like but in story. the meantime, he fights crime with Bye. his incredible density and ability to just devour things. Oh, Okay. Ken, Matter Eater Lad. Matter Eater Lad. Uh, he's a young boy. Of course. He's a lad. A newsie. Oh, he's a newsie. He's a newsie. All right. Okay. Um, Is he Christian Bale? Sadly, <laughs> he is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was greatly hungry. All right. He didn't sell enough papers. He didn't sell enough papers, so he didn't get paid. Okay. You know, back in those days, you gotta you gotta do it. You only paid by the paper. So, um, one day he met H.G. Wells. And okay. He traveled forward in time. Oh, so H.G. Wells had a real time machine. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he got he got he caught in the time machine, and he got left in this day and age. Oh. In modern times. All right. So he's walking around in knickers and a hat. Right. Right. Okay. Feeling very out of place. Right. Um, and still hungry. I'm still very hungry because, you know, he's starving. And he stumbled across the cast of Family Matters. <laughs> this is getting weird and convoluted. Okay. So he's, he's, he's and he ate Urkel. Because he, he ate was Urkel. starving. He ate Urkel? No, not Urkel. Mm-hmm. Not, he didn't eat Urkel. He no. ate the dad. He ate, he ate Carl and Harriet <laughs> and, 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 and Eddie. He ate Eddie? And, and Laura. There's one more. And Can you uh, get it? The, the little one who went upstairs for five years and never, and never came, came down. And it finally came down and, and acted like everything was perfectly fine. Okay. So he ate them all. He ate them. Okay. Um, and now he goes around looking for other other things that matter so he can eat them. <laughs> so it's things that matter like family matters. Yes. And then he eats them. So he only eats things that, that matter. He only eats things that matter. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> matter eater lad. All right, so Matter Eater Lab, <clears throat> he got a superpower by a truck, dumped some toxic goo on him, and what happens is is that if he bites something, he turns into that matter. Oh, okay. Oh, so this is bite, an interesting power. So if he bites steel... He turns steel? He turns into a steel man. If he bites mm-hmm. a rubber band, he turns into rubber band man. I like this one. If he... We're a song about him. <laughs> if he bites a dick, he turns into penis man. He turns into a total dick. <laughs> Don't ask what happens when he bites the other thing. <laughs> he <laughs> runs away. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, so. One time he did turn into ass man. Ass man? <laughs> he bit an ass. Hey, ass man. Yeah, he bit a donkey. Oh. Oh. Is that, that's him. That's it. That's, that's all he does. That's all he does. Okay, he just bites things and just him. He doesn't fight crime. He just thinks it's cool. <laughs> he just. 
Oh, he, he, the way he actually fights crime is the fact that he just intimidates people by turning into these weird things in front of them, and they just get scared. They're like, fuck, dude, you are weird. They just hand them back the money, and like, they just walk away. Nice. All right, Matter Eater Lad hmm. is part of DC, Legion of Superheroes. Ooh, he's like... He can eat anything at super speeds. So, like, so he he's can, me. He could chew through a wall in like two seconds flat. So his he eats matter. Also, he's basically a billy goat. He's a superhero billy goat. is that he's got strong teeth and a nicely sized stomach like, and, a, and, and a, a very a very impressive metabolism. I say he has a really good jaw too. Yeah, you don't want to see his litter box though, right? Like, what does he poop? <clears throat> I don't know. Star matter dust. It's gonna be dense. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of fiber to counteract all of that. It does. Right, the final well, see, one. that's the thing, is his stomach acid is so strong that, that it just dissolves, dissolves it immediately. anything but itself. All right. Bullet Man. Bullet Man. Seems pretty straightforward, but there must be a twist. Jonathan, you want to take this one? Yeah. Who is Bullet Man? What is his powers, and how did he get them? Bullet Man is my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. His superpower is the fact that he can turn himself into a bullet. Like a small bullet or a human-sized bullet? Like a a 9mm. Okay, so like a regular-sized bullet. Yeah, and he can can load himself into a gun. (laughs) Okay. Like as the machine gun's going... He, he's so fast that he can just load himself in as the next bullet. So he's like surprise hero. Right. And he just gets launched. And even when he gets he gets uh, stuck in somebody, he expands back out and explodes. That's disgusting. Your uncle is terrifying. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into one too many bullets. All right, Ken. Okay, first, yeah, top that, that gun. That's Bullet. not first of all. That's not how guns work, right? I was gonna say <laughs> if he hits a Kevlar vest, does he break his neck? So yeah, is, he's dead. So guns can work however we want. Thank you. It's superhero world, Ken. Yeah, you just had a story about a guy who ate family matters, Ken. <laughs> exactly, because they mattered. And he didn't eat Urkel, who would be, obviously be the first person they would <laughs> Our eat. Urkel would be the first to go, and he didn't. So yeah, no, no, he had Stefan Urkel. Oh, but not Steve Urkel. All right, Bullet Man, Ken. Bullet Man. Is actually... Oh, wait, wait, wait. He also has a sidekick. Bullet Girl. Okay, carry on. Bullet Man is actually the immortal soul of Steve McQueen. (laughs) Bullet Man is the immortal soul of Steve McQueen? And his power is to turn at will into a Ford Mustang. So Bullet, only because Steve McQueen is in the movie Bullet, he turns into a Mustang. So yeah, it's 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 not a Bullet... It's bullet. <laughs> it's not bullet as in gun. It's bullet. B-U-L-L-I-T. Yes, bullet. And he, he, by doing this, he's able to chase down the villains as they're trying to escape and overtake them. And then he kicks their ass because he's Steve McQueen. Okay, so he's the, the embodiment of Steve McQueen. Yes. Dana. I'm bullet man and bullet girl. Bullet man, bullet girl. <laughs> just work in the circus. They get fired out of the cannon. They're cannon people? And that's it. Like, they go, they're regular people, and there's crime to fight, 
Someone's robbing the bank. They just get fired out of a cannon at the bank. <laughs> this is like on a tip. Yeah. <laughs> These guys in the bank, he's like, fire me, boy! And they just get fired. They, they have fired. no superpowers. Mm-mm. They get fired through windows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If they're lucky. <laughs> their own velocity is their power. <laughs> That's horrifying and hilarious. All right, gentlemen. Bullet Man found a helmet that he puts on and allows him to fly headfirst into things as if he were a human bullet. And Bullet Girl is his sidekick that's much younger. Who also found a second and magic helmet? Magic or helmet. Just and, has a And is a little helmet. more alive. So, Wikipedia, so after I answered, I did look this one up. He made that helmet. Oh, he made it. He made the helmet. And the reason he's called Bullet Man was because his father was killed in the line of duty as a police officer. Ooh. And he failed to get onto the police force. So instead, <laughs> he makes a serum that gives him enhanced muscle mass and this brain is why power. He failed. Using this his crazy. crime cure. Yeah, he's, he's why would a, why would he try again to get on the police force using the the the, the serum? Because he has more fun flying headfirst. I'm gonna say because he has more fun with his bullet shaped gravity regulator helmet, which also allows him to fly and deflect bullets. He- headfirst, though. I mean, like, headfirst. Head if he's standing up, he keeps like, getting shot some, in the there stomach. There should be some kind of concussion protocol. And he like, usually just lays down like, on the floor. He's got problems with CTE. Because if you're if you're Bullet Man, like in Danan's version, wouldn't Tank Girl want? To, wouldn't you want Tank Girl to be your sidekick? Because she's going to shoot you out. Yeah. Yeah, she's obviously driving the 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 pursuit vehicle. Yeah. Also, underrated movie, Tank Girl. Hmm. It's actually quite fun. So there's actually another one that's called the Bulleteer. Oh, the Bulleteer. Tell us about the Bulleteer real quick, and then we'll move on. It's just a new version. It's a lady. Oh, it's oh. a lady. It's a new yeah. version of the Bullet Man. Bullet Girl. Like the Rocketeer? Yeah, but, but, but Bullets. Bulleteer is a fictional character in DC Comics Superheroine, a member of the Seven Soldiers, um, debuted in Seven Soldiers of Bulleteer number 1, November 2005. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 2005. Debuted? I was going to say, are we letting that one slide? <laughs> yeah, I let it slide. Debuted? Oh, the fact that I can't say a word. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. All right, so when we come back, what do we got next on the line, Mr. Jonathan? What happens when a company pays all their employees $70,000 a year? All right. Mm. We'll see. When we come back. The grandparent places. Mm. All right. You mean the link of sadness? (laughs) The place you store your grandparents when you're done with them? The mantle? It's pretty oh, accurate. Just putting them down. Shelf in the hallway? <laughs> I mean, I guess it really depends on what happens to them. No, all, it doesn't. All of mine are in the ground. Hopefully they're rotting in hell. <laughs> Good oh. lord! Wow! Jeez, you don't even know his grandparents. Right? Taking a swing in that. Uh... Oh my word. You're all lucky. I don't know if I should delete that or just keep rolling. <laughs> just keep rolling and let his shame <laughs> show for the rest of the world. <laughs> Good lord. Obviously I'm obviously I'm joking. I like twenty five percent of you. What? Of us? My grandparents. Oh, oh your grandparents. I talk about Jonathan's grandparents. Oh no, 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 no. I'm sorry, no, buddy. I'm I'm talking uh, about my own that's, grandparents. No, no, oh. that's what I heard. I'm, I'm that's what my grandparents. My parents, I'm sorry, no, I'm, my grandparents are rotting in hell. Oh, I thought you were saying Jonathan's parents are rotting in hell. That's no, I no, I would I would never do that. The reaction. I would never do that. 
That's okay, Pete. I thought the same thing. Yeah, it definitely sounded like <laughs> it. Did, 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 I never did. met any of Jonathan's grandparents. I, I think I went to the funeral home for one of them. Uh, I think it went for my grandma's. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I, I don't know Jonathan's grandparents. He didn't well flip to make... the coffin over and let it roll out <laughs> on the floor. I'm out, bitches. I hope you burn it hell. Yeah, no, no, no. I was, I was talking about my own family. My here. word. So, a Maverick CEO who slashed his own <laughs> salary. Nice segue. <laughs> Uh, four years ago, four years ago he did this, right? Okay, he slashes he he slashed he his slashed own salary. Slashed his own salary to raise his employees' pay, and he's getting ready to do it again. Yeah, he raised it to seventy thousand, and there was a big uproar about that. Oh, there was. There were people. like his board was pissed about it. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what happened? Dan Price, the head of the Seattle-based Gravity Payments, said Tuesday that all the employees in the company's new Boise, Idaho office. Will also earn an annual salary of seventy thousand by twenty twenty four. Okay, so he's going to work up to it. Yep. But how did that affect his business when he did when he did it initially? Uh, in two thousand fifteen, Price decided to hike his employer pay after he had read a study about happiness. Okay, happiness is good. It said additional income can make a significant difference in a person's emotional well being up to the point where they earn seventy five thousand dollars a year. Oh, and then he came in $5,000 under that. <laughs> he then made a decision to increase the salaries of all 120 employees in the Seattle uh, office, raising the minimum salary to $70,000 and slashing his $1 million salary by 90% in Dang. order to make it happen. Right, so it, he it cut, just he cut his easy. salary to 100000 a year. Yep, so he got his salary to 100000 So just a little bit more than what his employees are making. Okay. I think that's a little fair still. Yeah. And uh, started paying them all 70000 a year. Uh, the move doubled the pay of about 30 of his workers and gave an additional 40, uh, 40 people significant raises. Okay. Uh, Price said that the higher wages have transformed the lives of his employees. They have been able to grow their families. Uh, more than 10%, 10% of his employees have purchased a house for the first time. And individual 401k contributions have more than doubled. Yeah, because they, they have money to save. Right. Since then, Price has shared his story all over the country and has inspired other business leaders to attempt to do the same. Yep, and he said he's never had happier employees and they never worked harder for him, right? Correct. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder, wonder how that works. Wow. This guy's going to get murdered. Do you Something. think, what, what well, do you mean he's going to get murdered? if it catches on. It would have happened a long time ago. You think the you think the uh, oligarchy wouldn't let that happen? I just don't. Well, first of all, okay, so he gets a million. He 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 was being paid a million dollars a year. Correct. In salary. Right. What was his total compensation, including bonuses and stock options? We don't know that. But that's not the point, Ken. The no, point I, is he took I, and dropped I, it to hundred. I understand. I understand what 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 you're saying here, but. Let's say the well the average CEO. Let's say you're making between eleven and fifteen million dollars a year, usually, of which maybe a million dollars is salary. Okay. So we're talking about his total his total compensation package isn't taking that big of a hit. So it's not really costing him that much money. Right, which is why he made fiscal sense to him probably. Sure, um, but. Nine hundred thousand dollars a year. You're spreading. You're spreading that around. I mean, he's obviously making quite a bit of, uh, and he's buying himself Google. It's a good gesture. Don't get me wrong. 
I fully support people making more money. I would like to be one of them. Right. And I'm very generously compensated for the work that I do now. But he's still he's still doing okay. Well, yeah. Let's not forget that. Um, that being said, yeah. Like, I can't believe this is news. Yep. Pay pay your people. Pay your people more money. They and work they harder. Like you. They're happier. They're also more loyal. They're gonna stick around. They're not, not going yeah. anywhere. No turnover. No, I have a turnover rate. Yeah, no, it's going to drop your turnover rate at least in half, if not more. At least in half. If it doesn't kill it all, if, if it doesn't kill it all together. <clears throat> right. So how how far does this GM CAO CEO's twenty two million go? Twenty one million if she keeps a million. How many workers are there for GM in Michigan? Ooh, I don't know. I could tell you in Flint there's eight thousand, roughly. Okay. Well, that does not take into account the new the new the new place that was opened up recently, the Parks Plant. That wasn't a new release. That was a relocation. Oh yes, okay. So eight thousand plus whatever was relocated from the Hamtramck plant that they closed. Hmm. All right, Ken. What's the math on that? Twenty-one million divided by eight thousand. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm good, but I'm not that good, guys. Jeez. All right, so twenty-one million, and that's again. Right, let's bump it up to. You have, to, 15. You, have to, you have to remember that Mary Barra's again. We're so that's in a situation. Not that much. We're, in, we're, we're uh-huh. again in a situation where Mary Barra's compensation is mostly bonuses and stock options. Right. Because, yeah, they'd only each get $2,650. Oh. Yeah. But that's just for the $8,000 in. So that's, not, that, that, I mean, that, that's, less, that, that's a quarter of their. That's maybe a quarter of their pro, annual profit sharing charge. Right. And you have mm-hmm. to remember, you know. GM is posting record billion dollar, you know, positives. Right. Billion. billion. How, how long does it take to spend a billion dollars, Jonathan? Yeah. 32. Uh, 32 years? 32 years. 30, 30, 31 years and change, yeah. If yeah. you're spending a dollar. A minute. A second. So I like the, uh, the profit sharing, but why isn't it a percentage? Because then GM doesn't get to keep the amount of money that they do. Right. Well, for any of those, like, why is this, this guy's, like, capped it at 70000 $5,000 less than, like, the drop-off of maximum happiness? Well, sorry, uh, like they, you they don't want to be completely the, they, happy. No, I said the new, I have the, the, new minimum, the new minimum starting was 70000 <clears throat> Ah. Right. So, presumably, there are people who make more than that. In the study he read. But that, that also that also gives them, could, yeah, could be, if you're talking to 75000 then you're 75000 to nobody's going to get a raise. You want to leave yourself a little bit of room for them to get annual reviews and raised up accordingly, so that over time, like he's, you know, like like they said with uh, with the Idaho office, by twenty twenty four. So we're talking about five years from now, right? Oh, okay. So over the course of the next five years, they can they can work their way up to that seventy five. So Jonathan, you have a number for us. Well, you're talking about significant improvements in the lot in the, in, the, in the quality of life for a lot of people who work for that company. To spend to spend one billion dollars at a thousand dollars per day. Thousand dollars per day. It's two thousand seven hundred and forty years before you'll be broke. Right. Come on, Bezos, you need that shit. Right? What are you spending a thousand dollars a day? I don't know. I mean I spend uh, I spend fifty dollars a day per average. I don't even spend that much. Well by tiny Well no you do. Do I? 
taking gas. Oh, if you're talking about like I mean, everything, you know, adding up my house payment that it, you know, yeah, right. that we'll, kind of thing. We'll figure it all together. How much do you spend in a day then? Well, I don't know. I mean, I bought gas today. It was twenty bucks, and then I didn't buy anything else. Well, you bought food that you brought to work to make lunch. Well, yeah, but that that was you know that was like a week ago I bought that, so that that doesn't count for today. That well, goes no, you got to you got to spread that you got to spread that cost out amongst the number of days you you use it. Yeah, right. And then you got your electricity bill, your water bill, whatever okay. other bills. Okay, I can have. see I can see You're roughly being about closely fifty dollars a day if you add everything into it. Right, but still thirty thousand dollars a a month. Thirty thousand dollars a month. There's thirty days in a month, right? Yeah, you'd be spending you'd be spending thirty thousand a month. No, you're spending half that. There's what? three days a month. If you're spending a hundred dollars a day, no, thousand thousand dollars a day, thousand dollars. Oh, thousand dollars a day. I'm sorry. And it still takes you two thousand seven hundred forty years. It's crazy. Yeah. At a thousand dollars a day. See, this is ridiculous. These are the amounts of money that these people have. They'll never spend it. I mean, a thousand dollars today, I could go buy a case of the newest magic card mm. set and turn around and sell it for two thousand singled out now you're thinking like a billionaire and then still spend another thousand and keep going so why aren't you doing that because he, he doesn't have a thousand to spend a day well because you need more money up front to be a little secure a place to actually put your business mm. all right so see so up front costs to prevent us all from doing i have another action. quote to read for this story okay go ahead. give me one second i gotta find it again and then we're going to talk about what? So these are two quotes from, uh, if you click one of the links in the last story, this is what, they actually took you to the gravitypayments.com website where they actually have a blog post about this and a okay. podcast post. Ooh, podcast. Uh, one name. of the people was quoted saying, the worries of not being able to pay for something have disappeared. Wrote one employee when asked about how gravity's wage policy has affected their life. I don't have to make a choice between fuel, fuel or groceries. I don't have to worry about an unexpected emergency. So my question then to the to the employees, especially the ones who you know suddenly making double what they used to, um, what's your bank balance now? That would be a good question because a lot of times when people start making more money, they, they just start spending, they spend, they start spending it. They, spending they, more money. Yeah, they live at they live at the end of their means. Right. That's a good mm. question. Are they well, saving? They did say you did say that four hundred one k contributions doubled. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But that's that mm, might just be their automatic takeout. Your four hundred one k. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about you're talking about an automatic match, then yeah, you're. I mean, as if your as your income goes up, your your contribution goes up. That's just how it works. Right. But four hundred one k is long term savings. I'm talking about the short term. Like, what are you know? Are, are you saving money? Are you living at the end of the means? Or are you saving money to like have? card repairs or I'm vacations by, and things like that. I mean, you know, how much money are they putting in the bank that they have easy access to for when things come up? I'm assuming assuming that his quote that he ended with is, I don't have to worry about an unexpected emergency, says that he's this person is at least putting something This away. person, yes. So, I mean, and everybody's going to be case-by-case case scenario because you know one of those people that works there is probably a high-cost drug addict and they're just <laughs> buying more coke anyways, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> The, re and the, reason, the reason that Jonathan says that is because in his place of work, he is the high-cost drug addict. So he's obviously acutely aware of, of, of those circumstances. Now, I would advocate doing this. I 100% advocate every company in America doing this. Spending more money on Coke? No. Well, oh. you know. That if, too. 
if it gets you a higher qual higher quality of coke, then absolutely. Production doubles. Because you know, it's quality versus quantity. What really. if we just gave everybody what we're cocaine every morning? But here's the thing. Here's work. the thing. This is it would be is, the eighties. And this is and this is important. This is the other this is the flip side of the coin of raising everybody's wages. Okay. What's the flip side, Ken? What's the tail end? They need financial education ah. to go along with it. I would I would I would bring in somebody to conduct some workshops about sound fiscal management to make sure that everybody is budgeting themselves and um, making sure that they're they're, they're 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 being responsible with all of this new money that they're getting. That sounds like a, a thing they should probably like teach everybody. Like, well, should. absolutely, it's a thing they should teach everybody. And, and at some point, we, we we abdicated our responsibility as a society for doing that, um, which is why it's a concern. Number one, if you're doing this in the workplace. Number two, something I would be concerned about as a CEO who's uh, who's implementing this policy, and we want to make sure that you know. In, in addition to taking care of my employees, I want to make sure that they know how to take care of themselves with this money. Okay. It's not just the typical, okay, here's a let's throw some money at the problem and just wait for everything to get better. Because the number one problem of, uh, of poor people and, uh, is that they think that money will solve all their problems. Money doesn't solve your problems. The more money you have, the bigger your problems. That's, mo somebody that's said more money, more problems. Right? More mo money, more problems. That's only if you let your things become problems. And to end this section is the last quote. Quote it up. There is a certain level of stress that comes with not making a living wage. Wrote a different right. employee. That's right. Without the stress, I feel like I am reclaiming my life. I am able to take care of myself and my health. I wake up each day happier. I believe it. I'd like to try it. Yeah, right? So when we come back, vacation spots that our grandparents could visit that we can't because they're fucking gone. Gone! It's all Ken's fault. Go I did it. I, it, was, it was me. We'll be right back. I will miss you when you go Much more than you'll ever know But I'll have a memory To keep you near Not us. We don't get memories. No. In my heart you our parents were ruiners of everything. Ruiners. Ruin all the stuff. And then blame it on us. They do. So what do you got for us, Ken? So have you ever wanted to go to a unique and interesting place? Every day that's not And then work. found out that that place no longer exists? Damn it. Only so ever so often. Well, we have a list of places that were actually quite fascinating. And I actually, I, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I didn't know about this until I read the, some of them until I read the list. That's a bummer. Um, but that we can't go there. What a rip. I'm places sure. you used to be able to go, you can't now because they either don't exist, they're off limits, or they just, they're gone. Just gone. But our parents got to go. Parents got to go. Grandparents got to go. It was, it was a thing back in the day. And we got zilcho. So the Statue of Liberty... Okay. A must-see uh, tourist site in New York City attracts mil four million tourists each year. You know, four million. It's that's, not a small amount. No, that's 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 rather significant. Uh, while access to the monument has been limited in recent years, a reservation pass can get you into the Crown. Okay. You know, you know where the Ghostbusters hung out in in, in the second movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to go just a little just a little bit higher, like in a Lady Liberty's torch, you're out of luck, guys. 
But you used to be able to go there. Yes. Damage and an act of sabotage dating all the way back to 1916. Well, as documented in the documentary film X-Men. Yes. Yes, the historical that's, documentary X-Men. That's when it was damaged. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the arm and the torch have been unavail- uh, has unsafe for visitors for over 100 years. Uh, though finally repaired in 1984, Lady Liberty's torch has never been reopened to the public. I didn't even know you could go up there. I thought it was crown and that's it. Oh, yeah. I, re- I, re- I remember in the 80s they repaired it be- so they could get up there because they redid the uh, the gold and everything on the torch. Well, they had to get up there to do that. That's part of the whole, yeah. So, so they, actually, you, 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 they climbed up the arm to, to do that. But you uh, they never reopened it to the public. You used to be able to do that. That's a bummer. Yeah, no, it's that's like sad. the first thing I would want to do. Hey, no, I, I want to go up on her torch. Hell yeah. So, you guys ever been to a Turkish bath? I've never no. been to Turkey. Or, or, or Roman baths? No. I've, I've never I've, taken I've, a bath. I've been so, to a vomitorium once. So the Sutro Baths in San Francisco were opened in 1896 and for decades comprised the world's largest indoor swimming pool. Well, I've been to indoor swimming pools. Bu- built by wealthy entrepreneur Adolf Sutro. Of course his name Adolf, not a name you hear much anymore. Nah. Mm. Somebody, uh, somebody made that go out of The baths were incredibly favor. popular but struggled due to the massive costs associated with maintenance and operations. You build a giant pool. You got to you got to take care of it. Uh, the baths contained saltwater pools, which drew water from the nearby ocean, and there was also a freshwater pool. The structure began. The structure burned down in 1966. Okay, oh, I'm I'm okay with run. missing this one because they have those kind of baths everywhere. They're kind of all over. They're just not in San Francisco anymore. Yeah, and not that um, I could afford America anything in San Francisco have, anymore. America doesn't have these kinds of baths. America doesn't. Oh. Not really. I mean, unless you count those those skeezy hot tub rental places. Well, that's what I count. Ew. Oh, you would. Joe's Love Nest. <laughs> what about the New York Hippodrome? Is that where they fight hippos? Yeah, it's like the Thunderdome, exactly but it's hippo battle. Beyond Hippodrome. Which is probably why it's closed now because they stopped. Yeah, it was a hopping <laughs> spot back in New York City during its heyday. Uh, deemed the world's largest theater, it could seat over five thousand people. Hosted films, circuses, magicians like Harry Houdini. It was situated in the heart of Midtown Manhattan's theater district. The height of the facility's popularity came in the 20s, and afterward, the place sharply declined until closing in 1939. It's an office building now. You can still go there, though, because it's an office building. But you can't go to the Hippodrome because it's not a theater anymore. Plus, 5,000-seat theaters are relatively rare still. Are they? We have one here in Michigan. I was just going to say, we do have one. Yeah, the Fox Theaters are are notorious for being uh, larger than 5,000 seats, but they're they're not very common. How how many seats are in our own Whiting Auditorium? Uh, 2,360, I believe. What about the Capitol Theater? Uh, 1,589. Okay. That answers that question. So you think of a a Capitol Theater and think of a theater that's two and a half times bigger than... Then capital. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Chacaltea uh, Glacier. I'd actually uh, like to go to this. Is in Bolivia. Okay. It used to be the world's one of the world's best skiing spots. What happened to it, Ken? The glacier was over eighteen thousand years old. It only took a few days, a few decades, and El Nino for the things to disappear altogether. Climate change gone. Climate change is a myth, Pete. Oh shit. We all know this. Uh, skiing was good in the 60s and 70s, but after a major meltdown in 1980, the location deteriorated rapidly. It's basically a ghost town now. There is a research observatory there. Uh, I'd but, go to the uh, research in observatory. In terms of skiing, 
Not so much. You can kind of sled down the muddy hill I'm looking at. That looks kind of sweet. Jeez. You'd die, though. I wonder if all the rest of the glaciers know what's coming. Oh, they know. Believe me. Oh, this is near and, near and dear to Ken's heart right here, this next one. I'm going to Disney World. You're going to Disney World? But you know where I'm not going? Where, tell us. Where are you not going? Disney's River Country. Why? Because it's closed. Was it the first water park at Walt Disney World? It was the first water park at Disney World and through the decades. It, but they it opened in 76. But they, they've opened other water parks since then. Closed down for routine maintenance in 2001. Never reopened. They said, fuck it. We're like, we're done with this. Ah, just like Wally's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Closed down for a water problem. Now it's never going to open. Right. But for they have, but but they have new some, and better. But for some reason, it's still there. I turn it into Which a. Which is odd. What if they turn it into like a Disney skate park? Because Disney, well, Disney just like routinely reinvents itself. They are and they always building not. new stuff. They have built yeah. so many new things and never replaced this. I mean, what's going on? All the places they could like build building hotels and stuff. I mean, the infrastructure already exists for this place. They could easily rebuild it into something else. But no, they're just going to clear another forty acres and put in another parking lot in a, in a, in a hotel. That's what they do. They close something no, else too, didn't no, they? No, Ken? this is the secret research laboratory. This is where they do. This is the strange island of Doctor Moreau. I guarantee it. What they're is working on it? Disney's Discovery Island. It's still there. It's still there. Jonathan's been um, there. He said. Disney, no, yeah, it's another. There. It's a theme park that fell into disrepair. I've seen it. Um. Yeah. It, rem- it it was open in seventy four. Oh, it was um, open all the way it up was, to it was, it, yeah, it remained open until ninety nine. Nice, but it was kind of Animal Kingdom esque. It was like uh, they had a lot of live animal exhibits and stuff like that. Kind of a zoo, uh, but it's closed now. Disney World's and, kind of a zoo. Uh, in the la- within the last couple of years, wasn't it? Gone? I would say within the last four or five years. It was no, it was closed when I went. There were new, but the, but somebody. Got access to the island. They went out there. That let, I remember. I remember reading the article. They swam to the island from from, from one of the nearby hotels, and they photographed it overnight. Was it creepy? The power is still on. Wow, they're but just wasting. But that. the island is completely deserted. So it's it's a ghost island, pretty much. Hmm. The right. island of Dane and Moreau. See, Dane I feel. I, I feel See? as though that's that's a perfect villain layer. I feel as though. There is a big island. <coughs> I, I feel as though there's something going on in that island. They're making that's where they're making the their plutonium. Conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. There's something going on in that island, which is why they're still running power to it. Well, that's where he. That's where the cryo freezes. That's where they're keeping oh. Walt. Mm-hmm. That's where they got Walt frozen. Mm-hmm. If you look at the, uh, if you look at the overhead, if you look it up on Google Maps, guys, do this by the way. Okay, uh, listeners. Look it up on Google Maps and and, and go to the the, the lagoon, um, and uh, you can see the island. And if you zoom in, there's there's stuff on the island that shouldn't be there. Like oh, it just yeah? doesn't make sense for it. To like be is that the where island. they're hiding the UFO? I don't think they're UFO, but it looks Ooh. like I don't know, it's, it's it's some weird stuff. Just check it out. It's, yeah. it's kind of cool. Area fifty one's a red herring. It's right. all the aliens. The new the new map. You can't see much anymore. The trees have gotten too tall. Oh damn it. You can see like two lame sauce. You can see two buildings and a little bit of another building. Um, let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys why I miss. But if you go to the map map view, you can actually see where all the buildings are supposed to be. Let me tell you why I miss Bing maps. Because the flyovers on Bing maps actually used, they used to do them in the spring and fall when there weren't leaves on the trees. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. So you got really good views. 
Apparently it was violating people's privacy or whatever. So the Royal Opera House in Valletta, Malta. It looks, the Bad Luck it looks Brian nice. of Opera Houses, six years <laughs> after it opened in, 18, in 1866, it was destroyed in a fire. So you didn't have a lot of time to go see this one. No, well, it was it, it was restored and reopened a few, a few, a few years later, but uh, pretty much done after taking a direct hit from an aerial bomb in 1942. Damn, World War II. So remember, it's one of the most iconic structures in Valletta. Uh, Malta's a beautiful country, by the way. I've never been there, but I've seen... I know people who have been there, and it's it's apparently one of the most uh, picturesque places. On we here. should go and like do a podcast. We absolutely should. That's totally to tax deductible too, as a business expense. There you go. So that we know that. Oh, uh, it's uh, various attempts have been made to restore it to its former glory have fallen through over the years, and it's sort of it's sort of reopened uh, as in two thousand thirteen, but it's just not the same. <laughs> So, who remembers Jonah? Jonah and the giant whale? No, the uh, Jonah is in one of the Jonas Brothers. Oh, well... Everybody remembers Jonah's brother. They're on a tour. No, Jonah and the whale. The story of Jonah, Jonah and the whale. Uh, you used to be able to visit Jonah's tomb. As if it was a real place? Uh, jo- Jonah's tomb is one of the most famous uh, for being... Is Jonah, of course, is being fa- uh, famous for... Uh, being swallowed by a giant fish. The purported tomb is a real place uh, in Iraq before it was swallowed up by terrorists from ISIS who blew it up to earn more headlines while spreading their radical and deadly philosophies. I hate it when they do that shit. Like... It's just pointless. It's just pointless destruction of history. It really is. It really is. Uh, Iraq hasn't been the friendliest place for American tourists for several decades, so you probably don't want to go anyway. But if you did... You can't. You can't. You can't. Um, Guara Falls uh, used to exist on the border between Paraguay and Brazil. Uh, there are a group of huge waterfalls on the Panama River uh, with roaring, roaring water that can be heard more than 20 miles away. Nice. The falls haven't existed since 1982. Damn it. When the... Uh, Itapu uh, Dam Reservoir erased them from the earth. So, like the rocks and formations are still there. They just, if they moved, the, removed the dam, they would happen again. Is that what I'm seeing here? Uh, yeah, they were one of the most powerful waterfalls on Earth, flowing uh, at over 470 thousand cubic feet per second. Uh, but now they're tap dry. Yeah, but if you remove the dam, if you remove the dam, the waterfalls come back. Yep. So, so they're not can, completely gone. If we can get ISIS to blow it up, <laughs> they will have done a good thing. All right, all right. The pink and white terraces in New Zealand. This is going to hurt me because I'm looking at the picture and they look awesome. They really kind is of do. Is this a plus. painting or a picture? It looks like a painting. New Zealand is a wonderland, really. I mean, anybody who's seen Lord of the Rings can attest to that. Yeah. Uh, the, the famous pink and white terraces in New Zealand were considered one of the greatest natural wonders of the world. Largest silica center uh, deposits on Earth and were formed by geothermal springs containing minerals that gave the rock in pink and white hue. Imagine the pictures you could get there, Dana. Oh, that's why it's a painting. They yeah, were destroyed right? in 1880 so cool. by the 1886 eruption of Mount Tarawera, uh, which is another story worth talking about. This was, unfortunately, one of the most amazing natural wonders that were last seen by our great-great-grandparents. That sucks. I wanted to see those. It'll never happen. Well, you just got to find some other... Time machine? ...spring 
and let it run for a couple hundred years. I can do that. Uh, the Wayamangu Geyser was another wonder of the world created by the same eruption uh, as the... Uh, we can't quite created by the very same eruption of Mount Tarawera that destroyed the pink and white terraces. This is known as the most powerful geyser in the world. And uh, the geyser erupted uh, five to six hours uh, during its 36-hour cycle. So it destroyed the pink and white terraces and replaced it with the sweet geyser. Yes. And then stopped the geyser. And then, sadly, it sputtered out and stopped permanently in 1904. Man, that value just doesn't want to be pretty. Like, mm. I, I, I still feel like there's enough stuff in New Zealand that they can probably do without well, yeah, the button. Yeah, but still. 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 You're missing pink and white terraces and a sweet-ass geyser. Yeah. Because if you guys have ever been to Yellowstone. I haven't yet. I, I haven't like yet. It's on my list. I think me and Pete should go. Yeah. We'll do a podcast from um, Old Faithful. Well, I'll make Jonathan sit on it. If you go, you're going to have to take Nixon. Oh, I don't want to take Nixon it's, to the geyser. Guys, it's part of, it's part of, the, it's part of the, US, the National Archives uh, agreement. If you visit a national park or any national monument, you have to take it with you. It's, oh, it's such a dick. Oh, another reason why I'm a hermit. Right, he eats all the Slim Jims. He eats all the Slim Jims. He makes inappropriate content Wait, comments he, to everybody. He has the worst bladder. I hate traveling with him because he's got to stop like every 45 minutes. Wait, we called wait. him Old Faithful. <laughs> First, you put the depend on him. And secondly, don't you guys take the chloroform bottle with you? I have it on the shelf in there. He just, he huffs it for fun now. It's like we use it too yeah. much. He like yeah. gets eye on it. He's like, he's used to it. <laughs> Not for me. It's just how he wakes up now. No, he just doesn't, he, he pretends to sleep because he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say. That. I knew one of your motherfuckers was gonna say that. God damn it! Oh. All right. So, Vidam Park in Budapest. It's gonna be like Budapest. Budapest. One of the first public parks in the world. Uh, Vidam Park in Hungary opened in the late 19th century and housed a bathhouse, castle tours, a zoo, a circus, and eventually a roller coaster in 1922. It was a huge party spot in 1896 for the turn of the century celebrations. Why were they celebrating the turn of the century four years before it happened? Because uh, they weren't sure they that they had been locked. Yeah, they, they had to get warmed up. It's a four-year party. And it's all around remembered as the thing you do in Budapest. <laughs> the one thing. That's saying something. The amusement mm. park has been in decline for several years and, sh- and closed officially in 2013. Yeah, oh, that was, was recent. Say, the, the picture looks like a shitty place you would go. It's it really steel does. steel doors. It looks like half the... Uh, yeah, it kind of looks like half the... Uh, half the fun. Yeah, it doesn't look impressive at all, like a, a, a thing, but I guess it's just where those fun things happened. Not really so much the structure. Well, itself. you don't Back know what happens to those steel doors. There may be some sweet shit on the other side. Well, that's true. Heritage USA. That looks fun as hell. Right, I'm in. It's an interesting too. piece of Americana. No, you're not. A Christian-themed Christian <laughs> attraction and water park located in Fort Mill, South Carolina. What? Founded by Evangelist Jim and Tammy Faye of Baker. Of course. Under oh, the I want to go just for the ridiculousness. Oh. Which stands for Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pass the ammunition. Uh, the park closed in 1889 after Jim Baker 19, had a... Hi- 1989. After Jim Baker had a highly publicized affair and lost all of his tax-free millions of dollars. Bummer. 
they, the site is popular with adventure seekers who like to explore. Ooh. Let's do that. Yes, I am so. I'm sold on that. I'd also would like to see this. The original Penn Station. Damn straight. Well, we're not talking about the new fancy Penn Station in New York City, folks. No, we mean the original historic site considered a masterpiece and modern wonder of architecture nerds the world over. Built in 1910. The original Penn Station flourished as a hub of activity until the decline of the rail industry in the 1950s. The entire facility was torn down in 1963. In 1969, Madison Square Garden has stood on its roof. Oh, is that where that is? I was like, why would you tear that thing down? Like, did it get hit by a bomb in the World War? Nope. They just nope. tore it down for a sports arena. Nope. Yep. yep. Sports arena. But you can still go to Grand Central Terminal, which is quite nice. Mount... Humboldt. We lost a whole mountain. Wow. The glacier at Mount Humboldt, located oh, in the northern Andes, used to be a, used to be another awesome spot to go skiing. It's Venezuela's second highest peak, situated in the Sierra Nevada de Merida. Uh, thanks to climate change, which again, not a real thing, uh, for those of you keeping tabs, uh, the ice has all but melted and hasn't been able to support the skiing industry for decades. I want you all to know that Ken's being sarcastic when he Sci- says that. I just want to clear that up. Sorry to say that even the most well, positive projections, the mountain cap will be bare in just a decade or so. So, joke's on you, fuckers. I didn't really want to visit the Berlin Wall. Yes, guys, I am 100% joking. Climate change is a real thing, and anybody who says otherwise is either a fool or a liar, possibly, and probably both. That's fake. What's fake? I Climate change. Oh. I rest it's, my case. Change is nothing. The Berlin Wall cannot be visited anymore, folks. Right, weird. I think they took it down. Yeah, I know, there's did. pieces of it all over the damn place. They yeah. didn't, like, leave one section out that you could walk around? <clears throat> No, they tore that shit down. Well, there is. Well, I suppose, technically speaking, if you wanted to be, you know, an asshole about it, there is part of the Berlin Wall still standing because the Brandenburg Gate still exists. Oh, that's right. Uh, But the Brandenburg Gate existed long before the Berlin Wall. There actually is a part of it still there. There's also the Berlin Wall Memorial. Oh, they have they have a memorial for a wall. We don't know whose idea of a vacation in East Berlin it <laughs> would have been during the 60s and 70s. No shit. But it's still a thing tourists travel to to visit uh, and doesn't exist anymore. Separating democratic Germans from communists for decades after World War II. The wall finally came down in the early 90s and millions of people were reunited with mili- with relatives So wait a minute, and wait a minute. Had not seen a wall years. worked? No. Actually it didn't. <laughs> It's pretty clearly demonstrated that it didn't. I know it didn't. The, the Berlin Wall, for those of you who uh, who were interested, actually was was taken down purely by accident. Was it? Yes. Uh, the, the directive was issued on the East Berlin side uh, to ease travel restrictions between East and West, and people misinterpreted that to mean that the wall that they, they were eliminating all travel restrictions, and they tore the wall down. But didn't Reagan say, like, take that wall down? Tear down this wall. Yeah, tear, he said that, right? He did. He, he said that to Mr. Gorbachev. Uh, but that, you know, just because he said it doesn't make it true. Right. I they, mean, you know. they didn't tear it down. No, they, did, they didn't tear it down. It was actually several years after that before it happened. Uh, today, history buffs can visit pieces of the wall, uh, which are located in museums around the world. And we actually have one right here pop- in Michigan. There's one over at the Gerald R. Ford Museum in Grand Rapids. Oh. Hmm. So they actually have a whole, like, block of the wall left. 
they blocked it off. But no, you can't they have see, a block. You can't see the real. Down. You can't see the actual wall like in effect. In 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 uh, practice. Actually, this this section here actually still has a guard tower in it. Yeah, but the guard tower is not manned by a guy with a high-powered rifle. Well, no. So it's not actually in effect. Well, Plus, he's just you know, a volunteer. Worst case scenario, you just walk around the edge of the wall. Actually, you can't even get inside of it. I would hope not. So the Lascaux cave paintings were, a, were famous for a couple of reasons. One, they were discovered in France by a group of teenagers in 1942. They, they comprise hundreds of paintings and thousands of engravings by people That's who lived lot. over 17,000 years ago. Joke's on you, the Earth is only 3,000 years old. <laughs> they held up uh, pretty well over the last 17,000 years until tourists were allowed in and around of the area course. in 1948. By 63, officials decided the attraction was too dangerous to remain open, and the caves were closed to the public and have not been reopened. God. Probably will not be reopened. Damn because it, public. we, as modern society, ruin what? Everything. Everything. We ruin everything because you can't keep a goddamn hands off. Anybody ever been to somebody's firefalls? No. Oh. Let me tell you about the firefalls, guys. Have you, have you been to the firefalls? I have not. No. I've been to Yosemite. Uh, the firefalls of Yosemite National Park you, uh, used to pull quite a crowd. Nightly tradition, fire, large fires built... Uh, at the Glacier Point Hotel would be dumped over the cliff by staff, creating a firefall like a waterfall, but, you know, fire. Uh, it was hardly a natural phenomenon, but uh, it was still an event that drew way too many tourists for the park to handle. Uh, they've stopped the spectacle in 1968. So they can still do that. They can re they could, do it again. They could theoretically do that, yes. Oh. But, you know. We're Sounds not like fun. Let's sneak in and do it. Right, make our own little firefall. Firefall. Cuba. 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 You can go to Cuba now. Viva la Cuba. Couldn't you go to? Can't you go to Cuba now? Yes. Uh, Cuba's a little bit tricky. For decades, Americans couldn't visit the communist country by order of the U.S. government. President Obama started to normalize relations between during his presidency, and now President Trump has decided to pull back on visas process for many Cubans. Aww. Of course he did. While you could get to Cuba, there's very good chance millions of Americans wishing to visit the country will never have the opportunity due to tight travel regulations and will likely have to yo-yo for many years based on the differing Republican and Democratic administration policies. Boo. Boo. Stupid. We're going to go to Cuba. What the hell is this? Uh, the Love Locks on the Pont des Arts uh, in Paris. Uh, the Pont des Arts bridge in Paris featured a massive collection of locks that were left on the bridge by sentimental couples. The bridge quickly amassed a collection of over 700,000 locks, which led to fears that the added weight would cause the structure to collapse. In, to in 2012, critics claimed the locks weighed in at 45 tons. Not to mention creating a massive eyesore. Uh, the former metal grills were replaced with plexiglass, which provides a better view of the river and leaves no chance for more padlock traditions being That's created boring. at the former hotspot for no. true love. So people used master locks and hooked them around links of a fence, it looks like. Yeah, you would write your name on the locks uh, of you and your amore and uh, and then lock it to the thing, binding you to ever forever. Uh, 
in love. Yeah. But they took so it they, down. They could have like supported the bridge, but why? Why would you do that? Right. Because it was also unpleasant to look at. I and think it's cool. The right? French do not like dirty tourists coming into the city and locking things to their bridge and creating terrible eyesores for us to have to look at where we're sitting on the bank of the Seine eating our croissants oh. and reading Le Monde. Uh, and then uh, we have Wedding Cake Rock. Uh, was given its uh, name by the, uh, by the striking white appearance. It features the location uh, 2,000 visitors each month, and the number quickly skyrocketed to 10,000, where Daredevil's uh, seekers started documenting their adventures. 2015 officials were forced to install a fence at Wedding Cake Rock soon after the fence was installed. Reported re uh, A report revealed that the formation was likely to collapse within 10 years. People huh. ruin everything. Well, it's going to collapse on its own. They should let people ruin it. <laughs> just write it out, people. Like, right. Just have a sign posted that says, sooner or later, this is going to fall. Somebody's going to be the one to die here. Is it going to be you? And they'll all go out there and be like, oh, it's not me today. Yeah, and then somebody, it will be somebody. And then for somebody, it will be. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to, we're going to wrap this uh, up here. Uh, but I, I do want to, one last thing, and this is something I've actually done. You've done this. I've done this. I, I did not do this. Uh, the Sequoia Tunnel toppled in California. No. Yep. Thousand-year-old pioneer cabin tunnel tree uh, was cut in the night in the nineteenth century to inspire nature tourism. The tree uh, was the last giant sequoia available for the drive-through experience, but it toppled in January of twenty seventeen. Bummer. Yeah, who would have thought carving a big hole in it would anymore? Tree. But there are still. Three giant California redwoods uh, trees still in operations in Eureka, California. Trollis, the tallest tree in the world is a redwood uh, called Hyperion. It measures at 380 feet tall. Right. And there are no pictures of it. Or the pictures, they won't tell you where it is. Oh, really? They're worried, they're worried somebody will go cut it down or something. Yeah, they don't. Well, so they're like, they, it's, its location is classified. Yeah, there's absolutely no chance that you, would, that you would be able to find it and cut it down before someone caught you. Because it's a fucking redwood, yeah. but yes, they don't want. Oh, really? So they don't want people. They don't want people messing around with it. That's sad that they have to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, it actually happened. In a, it's happened in a couple of other places. Oh, really? I remember there was a place in Florida. If I, if I'm not mistaken, I've, it, they, it was a tree that was the it was the biggest tree in Florida, and they had it labeled as such, and people, you know, fucked around with it, and the tree died. Mm hmm. And the, uh... then they had to go to the second tallest tree, and they won't release the information as to where it is. That's probably smart. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. Hyperion is hidden. Yep. Dana yep, and I need to go on the hunt as, for Hyperion. As it should be. But I bet it's near a whole bunch of other trees, so it's going to be hard to well, measure. Well, it's going to stand out. <laughs> I bet it doesn't. No? No. I mean, I bet you are walking around, and you're like, wow, that's a big-ass tree. Ooh, that's a big-ass tree. I wonder which is the biggest tree. And then somebody would be like, oh, it's that one. It's six feet taller. Like, how would you know? That's right. Yikes. Oh, right. Okay, so 
Maybe maybe in the next couple of shows we can do some more of these, Ken. Yeah, we'll talk about a couple more of these because there is some stuff. Uh, There's I some kind of neat stuff. Actually, stuff. yeah, there are a couple of them I want to talk about, like the Great Barrier Reef. We'll we'll, we'll want to touch on and, and, and a couple of other things. So we'll we'll come back to this uh, at a future date, uh, so we can make ourselves even more sad. That's right. So what do we got next for our final segment, Jonathan? Um. I don't know. We'll find out when we come back. All right. Is the Pharrell Williams happy? So we're trying to guess what is the happiest song. Is that what we want to do? In the world. Well, we have to do this one today. I want to do this one. Oh, you want to do this one? It's been on the list forever. And it's short. Let's do do it. Okay, so so we're going to talk about the happiest song. And Ken threw out what? You Are My Sunshine. You Are My Sunshine should absolutely 100% not be the happiest song in the world. It's creepy. Under no circumstances whatsoever. It is a sad, sad song. And I threw out um, Walking on Sunshine, which is a pretty upbeat song. Very upbeat. It's very upbeat. It's got some hot feet, but it's very upbeat. Pharrell Williams, happy? It just says the word happy a lot. Yeah, that's really all it is. Yeah, that's that's the Mm. whole song. But it's not that happy. Hmm, the happiest song. What is the happiest happy song? Happy feet. I've got those happy feet. That's not that happy either. It's not. Like singing in the rain? Oh, what's that um what's that mm, what's that Justin no. Timberlake song? I don't trolls. Oh. Right. That's a happy song. Got that good song in my feet. Yeah, th- that song makes me dance. I like that Sunshine song. Sunshine in my pocket. Oh, song? yeah, that that song okay. ma- that song makes me happy. That's a pretty happy song. So, yeah. it seems positive. like there's a trend of the happiest song is going to, be, to have the has word to sunshine. Happiness. In it. Oh, well. Well, it doesn't have to have the word happiness in it, Just but sunshine. it has to be kind of upbeat and warm. It's got to be a warm song. With you don't sunshine. want a cold song. With sunshine. With sunshine. With sunshine. Or by Casey and the Sunshine Band. That's a good song too. It's not a song. It's a sure it band. Is. No, what, what the, what's this? What's their main hit there? Oh, I don't remember. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So, are you ready for what is the happiest song? Are you gonna play this in the world? And are we gonna puke? I think you're all gonna be surprised. Is it in English? It is. This is gonna make us all throw up, isn't it? Is it going to be deafening, like, sweetest speech? Shake her booty. It's a pretty uplifting, sweet song. And it is Queen. I don't know if it's the happiest song. It doesn't make me the happiest. Doesn't make Fat happy. Bottom Girls makes me happier than this. <laughs> also, so does, so does Secondhand News. It's a pretty happy song. It really gets you going a little bit. It's one of those songs you just kind of have to you got a groove go along with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here, here we go. So put, put yourself in this. When you're in your car and you're having a shitty day and a song comes out and you start rocking and smiling in your car, what song is it? This is a good example of, of being a song where like, okay, I can deal with this. Let's, let's fly, right? Almost everything by Queen, though. Not everything by Queen. Almost everything by Queen. Dana, what song, when you get in a vehicle, you're having kind of a shitty day, you turn that motherfucker on, and you're happy? Uh, Or it comes on the radio, and you're like, all right, let's rock out. 
I'm a hundred percent sure any of the ones that I think would make me happy are not going to be ones voted in by most other people. Well, okay. Well, what are they? Well, one of them is a uh, just like a bit tunes, um, no oh. lyrics, just a happy electronic eight bit song. Really? Yeah. Is it like Mario Brothers or something? Not, not really, but in that same so, more or less. Um. Fleetwood Mac, Second Hand News. Okay. Anytime I want to, like, you know, make it up, be a playlist or something like that, it's going to be there at least once. Sometimes right. twice. I, just, I like it. Okay. It makes me happy. Um, you don't my know. My favorite song. Oh, your favorite song. My favorite song has to be on there, which is Days Like This by Van Morrison. I was just kidding. It's a Van Morrison song. Um, and that's just a song I just, I, I like the groove. It makes me, you know, I just, I have to... I, I can't have a bad day when I hear that song. See, songs are very personal. Jonathan, what is yours? I'm curious. For a man that doesn't listen to much music, what is your song? The song that, like... The song that you turn to if you're having a shitty day, and you, you pop that song on, and it makes you feel better. It, it might really, not make it you is, feel happy. It is Jungle Boogie. But it, it? Make, it makes you feel better. Is it Jungle Love by Steve Miller? No. It'd probably be this. And nobody's going to know this. Well, it sounds just like noise to me right now. Well, it is right now. It's the start of the song. Me and Ken listened to this a couple times when I was driving. Mm. This is my crazy driving song. Like Ken seems happy about traffic, that. This is what I is this do. dubstep? Yeah, yes. Does that still exist? Sure. Pretty woman <laughs> walking down the street. Pretty woman. Actually, if he said pretty woman needs a ladder, you would have been right. That was totally the beat, pretty woman, just so we all know. It's, maybe that's why they titled it that? Might be. So the science behind all this is because of how is the beats per minute. You think the, you think that's the quicker the, beats? That's what the research says. Is it's because of the beats per minute algorithm. That's what turns into happy songs. Really? So yep. I mean, all the ones that we did we did talk about had some upbeat stuff to it. I don't you know can about turn this off now. Yeah, you can kill it. Now. I just started lyrics. I don't you care. Can totally you turn it off now. now. Oh, that's We're terrible. So angry. Right. So Danan Danan has this eight bit beat. Is it upbeat? Yeah, it's fun. It's a good one. Is it like or something? Well, there's yeah, some of them like that. <laughs> See, I can write eight bit music. Um, but this seems more mellow, or you know, like kind of dance groovy. But so this is also you never hear it on the radio ever. Ever. But they might be giants minimum wage, just because it's fun. They might be giants tends to be fun. So you're actually not supposed to listen to this song while you drive. Or operate heavy machinery. Why? Because you fall asleep? This is the most relaxing song in existence. Is it? Yep. Hard pass. Yeah, it doesn't sound very relaxing to me. Like, I'd rather listen to, like, waves. Like, I'm listening to this and I'm plotting someone's death. Guess who it is. <laughs> Guess who's muted, bitch. 
Yeah, it's just a heartbeat. I can talk loud enough to be picked up by another microphone. Not if I mute everybody. Including yourself. Okay, yeah, you gotta kill this. You gotta kill this. This is killing me. So the other songs in the top ten were The Riddle by Nick Kershaw. Don't know it. The Riddle. Should we play it? No. Should we? I'm I'm gonna hate it. I'm a Believer by The Monkees. Oh, oh, sure. That's, yeah. Okay, yeah. Neil. That's a that's a pretty upbeat Neil song. Face. Uh, I'll be there for you by the Rembrandts. The Friends theme. Oh God, no! Because I hated Friends, so so that's a technicality. Yeah, but you're you're in the minority on that, though. I know I am. I say that's my technicality. I didn't like the show either. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Pamela by Toto. Pamela by Toto. I don't. That's not ringing a bell. I like Africa by Toto. Like Toto's well, pretty good musicians. But it's a, it's a great Christmas song. Pamela by Toto? Africa. Africa. Oh, Africa. Hold on. So what's mm-hmm. next on the on the list there? I'm playing I'm playing Pamela. Okay, I know this song. Yep, okay. Wait, is this synth uh, Christmas music? It's Toto. So how much Christmas music is on this list? Because some probably should be. Well, Africa is. You know it's what? Dana's right. Song? Some Christmas songs should be on the list. Yes, Africa is a Christmas song. All right, what's next? Uh, Mambo number five. No. Mm. That makes me angry. <laughs> I bet again. That's Pete's Rage song. <laughs> I really dislike that kind of crap. Uh, Our House by Madness. Okay. The middle of Art Street. Our House. One of the ska bands. The last song on the list mm. is Wham's Wake Me Before You Go-Go. Oh. Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Okay, I can see it being a happy song. As long as you didn't say Careless Whisper. <laughs> but, you know, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Okay, I can see that. So this is that, the, the riddle. No. I mean, it's kind of upbeat, but it just sounds like... Uh, Standard '80s music for yeah. a '80s yeah. movie. Not even. This is this is like commissioned by the Chinese government to be patriotic modern music that fails on all counts. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I have this, never heard this song before. This my music life. is so fucked up. There's the lips talking through the wall. No. Yeah, mm. that's no. I don't. No. I don't even know who 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 even thought of that song. No. It's terrible. Of all the songs you thought about, you thought of that one. It's the happiest remember, song. Remember, that's the riddle. The riddle on. is why that's on the list. You're not listening. It doesn't matter what the song is. Wonders. It's about the beats per minute. So yeah, but is, I just so listened to that. So this is an objective list. So, it's a mathematical yeah. list. It's a dumb list. Terrible list. It's a terrible that al- song algorithm. Not, that song does not make me happy. Mm-mm. No, it didn't make me happy either. I'm agreeing with you guys on that one. But that's what the list is based on is a mathematical algorithm. Oh, they went all math on us. See, this is where science fails. Like, I can mm-hmm. agree with some of these songs on here that, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, um, but see, 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 yeah, this, this is science trying to measure emotion. Right. right. So what's the best in order painting? to be happy, it's, you, it yeah. has to elicit an emotional response from you. Yeah, and it didn't. No, yeah. It, it was nothing. mostly disgust. A little bit of rage. But most of the list I was okay with. A fair amount of indifference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty, pretty right on. Oh, actually, no, I was wrong. That wasn't the number one. 
This is number one. This you is... said wham. Wake me up before I go. No, that wasn't number one. Those weren't in order. No, he, yeah. Oh. It's an ad playing. What is number one then? You're just going to play it? Yeah, I'm going to play it. And that's, that's it for the day, right? No, we got one more thing. Oh, so this isn't going to play us out? <laughs> I can agree with this. I really can. What is that? You were just playing ELO. Is this Mr. Blue Sky? Yep. Yes! I agree with this. 100%. See, now this is one I was trying to think of. It's like, how many movies have you seen Happy Montage, right? This has been in more than one movie. Because this song is great. Things are going good. Yep. I agree. For some reason, I think of Rowan Atkinson walking down the street. Doves in the background. Yep. Okay, I agree with this assessment. Yeah, of, of all the ones we've heard, for sure this is the happiest song. Yes. Yeah, agreed. All right. That was number one. Mm. So to end the week. Ah. Oh, you're dumb. This week's question of the week was, why are humans so good at passing the buck of responsibility onto other people or entities? It's not that we're good at it. (laughs) I'm going to let Dana answer this one. It's a short lifespans. Short lifespans? Yeah. Well, if you have selfish people and it takes how long to clean up an oil spill, natural disaster, build a monument, any of that stuff, it's more than a lifetime. So why would you bother? Get yours before you're done and get out. Or at least that's the way I think people think. It's possible. It's possible. Or we just don't want to... We, we feel like we're infallible, so when we do screw up, it can't be our fault. It's got to yeah. be somebody else's, right? Because I'm perfect. I've met... I don't know if you know this. I have met a lot of perfect people. But I'm perfect, and if I screw up, it's never my fault. It's Ken's. You're perfect. Oh, but it's not my fault. Oh, it's not Ken's fault. It's not my fault. No, no, no. It's somebody else's fault. Why is it not your and fault? If I can't readily find that person, I have to invent a person for her, whose fault it must be. Oh yeah. So, so who is who's your person? Who, who do you? Who's your scapegoat? Illuminati. The Illuminati. Okay. Climate That's change. Gotta be it. Climate. Change. <laughs> Fucking climate change ruins everything. Thanks, Obama. It's all made up. That's. Thanks, Obama. It's a good one. Jonathan, what do you got? Oh, I just blame everything on myself. Well, I blame everything on you, so I'm actually the first. I'm yeah, the, if, you, if you blame I'm everything the... on Jonathan, raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody <laughs> in the room, raise their hand. Ha ha. Everybody think, put your hands in the air. I think when I'm... Where, everybody gets a whale! <laughs> so where I'm flawed is because I accept responsibility, and I feel like that flaws me because I end up like getting screwed over. I because accept I do responsibility that. for things that aren't even my fault. That's what I do. I know, me too. Like, like crime. And <laughs> somebody else will screw up at work and I'll just say it's my fault. Yeah. L- landfill overflow and, like, you know, all these shitty things that people that I, I were doing th- before I was born. And it is your fault, Ken. Of course it is. And it's Dayton's fault. Monsoons in Africa are my yeah. fault. The butterfly effect. 
Technically, it is. Every time I flap my wings, I just cannot stop flapping. That's not a wing, sir. <laughs> and you gotta have two Every of time them. he helicopters. Right. Every time a man flaps his wing, there's a hurricane in China. That's right. Actually, it's the typhoon over there. I'm making like five hurricanes right now. Right, right now, just... There they go. I've caused a tidal wave. Wait, so... A couple years ago when we had the big, was it last year when we had the hurricane? Everybody was putting their fans outside to blow it away because <laughs> somebody recommended it on Twitter. Did yeah. this happen? Yeah. Yeah. You you remember this? No. Hey, I don't if, remember hey this. if walls work, then so do fans. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is the easiest way to blow something. Right. Well, it's not the easiest way so, to blow something. So maybe we were wrong. We all should have went out there and did a helicopter. Isn't that because Trump said something that stupid, <laughs> and then everybody like as the joke went out. And pointed fans out it for what, pictures and like stuff. sweeping the forest. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like where you want. Those... Yeah, like this year his solution was to drop nuclear weapons into the eye of a hurricane. I remember that. Yeah, to dissipate it. Oh my God. Who's tell? Somebody's telling him this stuff. No, I don't think they are. That's the problem. He just watches a lot of Tom and Jerry. There's like got... whatever, whatever stupid ass crazy thing comes into his head, nobody stops him because he's the president. There's got to be a joke. Like somebody in his cabinet. It's like, I'm going to tell him this. Let's see what he does. You and know they what? tell him it. When, when, <laughs> when, when, when Tillerson and Mattis were in the cabinet, I would almost believe that. But not now. No. <laughs> what cabinet? No. That's, been, that's been happening too consistently. All right. So, uh, so what's, this, our, what's our so, question so, for on. next week? I want to read you this. This is the headline from 2017 about this topic. Over 59,000 people are pointing fans at Hurricane Irma in an attempt to blow it away. This might just be crazy enough to work as the mantra of nearly 60,000 people hoping to dissuade Hurricane Irma from making How did they get a head count on that? In Florida. Yeah, how did they get a head count on that? I feel like they just made up a number. Like, this is a made-up story. Like, one guy put a fan yeah, on. Some, like, well, like somebody put a poll in the field about this? Come on. So they did a Facebook event. So this is can't ever oh, be an actual... Con- Hold on. Okay. Uh, it can't be an ever officially confirmed thing, but they had 59,000 people who confirmed they were being a participant in said event. Right, and most of them were in Michigan. I know at least two people yeah, who but did that. Didn't like did 100,000 really? people yeah. sign Not me, didn't but didn't I know people who people did. 100,000 people say they were going to the Area 51 event and like 100 people showed up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. well, that's just typical going to the party. 59,000 like 50. See, that's just typical going to the party. You're going to say you're going to show up, but then when it actually comes to the day of the party, you're in your pajamas, sitting on the couch, eating popcorn and bonbons, and you're like, I just don't want to go. Yep. Wait, do they even make bonbons anymore? They do, I think. Okay. They must. What is next week's question of the week, Jonathan? The next week's question of the week is, are we the source of our own problems? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay, we'll answer that next. Do we create problems in our minds to give us something to focus on? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good one. All right, guys. You guys all have a great week. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace.